0: Hey guys, welcome to our lifestyle
1: and young entrepreneurial podcast. Not only do we provide you with the tools to scale your business, but we also inspire you to become the best possible version of yourself, step outside of your comfort zone, and challenge yourself to create the life you've always dreamed of.
0: All right, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Abby, an Iowa girl who packed up her things and headed to Arizona to build the life that she has always wanted. With her business marketing major and entrepreneurial mindset, here to offer her real world experiences and inspiration.
1: And I'm Kyleen, a mid-twenties gal obsessed with all things health and business, who could talk your ears off about anything motherhood and lifestyle related, and whose biggest passion is to encourage others to go after their dream life.
0: Basically, we are your new best friends, and we will be here with you every step of the way. We are the, the Go, go Get, Get It Girl, Girl podcast. podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Go Get It Girl podcast, We just wanted to give a quick shout out to everyone who listens to our episodes and supports us. We really appreciate all of you, Um, but let's just jump right into some quick updates before our episode. Kylene, start it off.
1: I will. (laughs) Okay, so if you guys listened to last week's episode, you guys would have heard that we started sleep training in Rocky last night, and my God, it has been so freaking hard, like so hard, way harder than I thought. I am sharing all of my uh, updates on my Instagram and on my YouTube channel. So if you guys are curious, you can go find it there. But last night was the first night that Rocky slept through the entire night, which was so nice. He screamed for the first 45 or 50 minutes when we put him down. And it was Mm -hmm. so sad because like he would almost fall asleep and then like he would wake up and that happened for literally 40 minutes. Like he would stop crying for like 20 seconds and we'd be like oh he's good and then he'd scream <laughs> so finally after 50 minutes he fell asleep but I did not have to check on him once he did not wake up until 6 45 in the morning so from 8 I think it was 8:08, <laughs> to 6 45 he slept all by himself in his room which I am so so proud of him so is so that the goal that was- like
0: he sleeps through the night with this okay
1: Yes, so the goal is for him to not take 50 minutes to fall asleep. So I laid him in his crib about 7.15 or so. So the goal would be as soon as he lays down, within five minutes he falls asleep. And then I would love for him to sleep a full 12 hours and get him at 7.15. But the goal is 11 to 12 hours in their crib from the start to the finish. Sounds like a great time. And not having to talk to them at all. I know. So (laughs) it's going to be weird getting used to it. And I feel like I need to get used to, like, taking advantage of that time and, like, because I'm not gonna get him out of his crib earlier than that 11 hours. That will like allow me, because I think I was saying in the episode of the interview, I never know when he's gonna wake up, but now I'm not gonna get him up. So like I might have to go in there and soothe him while he cries a little bit, but I could get up at six every single day and know at least until like 6.30 I have some time to myself. So I actually did uh, wake up before him and I went to the bathroom in wow. peace. I like got on my phone for a second. I was like, what is life? <laughs> like? <laughs> I didn't have to like run into the bathroom while he's like sitting on the floor or something. So anyways, that has definitely my most exciting announcement. Um, But then when I also started our first date night this past Sunday, which was super nice, uh, we literally just went and got like fast food and just hung out and talked because we didn't want to be too long. And I feel like because we were still sleep or we are still sleep training Rocky, we wanted to make sure that we got home on time and we didn't get home. And then we're like, okay, now you have to go to bed and like, that night he had cried all night so it was just still a huge stressor but it was super nice just to have some time to ourselves and my sister-in-law and brother-in-law watched him and they have two kids and so he like was super content and he didn't cry which the last time i left him he cried so it was just (laughs) really nice (laughs) and then also too just i i know i keep talking about mom life which it's just my life that's literally all my life is so i'm sorry (laughs) but after recording last week's episode Um, Abby asked me when I find time for myself and that really slapped me in the face when I said I don't. And so I've been really (laughs) trying my best to change that because I keep thinking about it. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like I, I can make time. There's it's harder for sure, but I definitely (laughs) your dogs are going crazy. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. Um, but there's definitely time to do it. And so I've been trying to do things while Rocky's awake and entertaining himself. So like for example, if he's playing in his activity center I don't need to just sit there next to him and watch him like he can play and I can get like a workout done so yesterday I literally just did like 20 squats 20 lunges 20 push-ups 20 sit-ups like just a bunch of different things while he was playing in there for like 10 to 15 minutes so it wasn't anything like crazy long but... is that
0: like a por- important to like so they can like play alone and not like have your yes. attention I don't know but I feel like it would be
1: exactly
0: so yeah it's called like independent
1: play okay yeah yeah which is definitely something that I'm trying to encourage, but he's been a lot like clingier lately. So there was a period of time where I literally couldn't step away. And so I think I've gotten used to like having to sit there. But I'm slowly trying to encourage him to do it again. So I did that and then I had him sit in this little chair while I washed my face. And like I haven't washed my face in the morning like in so long because normally <laughs> I just wake up and for the next two hours I'm with him. So yeah, I feel just good trying to take care of myself. It felt so good. And he just stared at me and he was like, What the hell is she doing? <laughs> and he didn't cry and it wasn't stressful and I was able to work out and like not have a problem with it and yeah so I feel like I'm just heading in the right direction I feel like I haven't had like a happy update in a while so I'm glad to report that things have been good this past week okay so um are
0: you done sorry it's not in a mean way but just like I didn't want to cut (laughs) you off (laughs) are you done (laughs) okay so um, okay, so I had told you guys that I was doing, like, some doctor stuff and doing, like, blood work, so I got those results back, and they honestly weren't, like, exactly what I was hoping for, so I'm working on that right now, and it's, like, really caused my anxiety to spike, um, because I feel like when you find out you aren't as healthy as you thought, it's, like, a really hard thing to, like,
1: process, um. Uh, Especially if you put a lot of time into it, like, yeah. you try and eat healthy food, you exercise, I feel like... It's so unfortunate, but those people are the ones who came in when I did nutrition work. That's who I saw the most, was the people who actually, like, put the time and effort into it. Tried.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating.
0: Um, Very. And it's like, I don't know, sometimes I'm like, what the hell? Like, there's so many people out there that are just, like, doing the bare minimum, getting by. They're just not checking on themselves or, like...
1: Yeah. Or did they... I don't know. I think it's a combination. Like, one, they don't do the extra testing because they're probably used to not feeling 100%, but that's their normal. And so you know the difference yeah. between feeling great and not. Which, side note, this is like, that's a memory that has stuck with me for so long. But when I was in college, I was going to the gym routinely and I was on a StairMaster one day and there was this old man next to me who's probably like 70 to 80 years old. I think I've shared the story. But basically, he was just telling me, like, good for you. Like, it's good to know what it feels like to feel good because a lot of people will go through their entire life and they'll never know that feeling. And so they'll never get to that point because they just don't understand the feeling. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people just don't go to the doctor and what they don't know doesn't hurt them. And they're used to not feeling great and they just think that's life.
0: Yeah. Know? And honestly, part of me was like, damn, I just should have never gone Then I wouldn't have known. But I'm like, that's so dumb. But definitely crossed what could my have mind. escalated
1: to something worse. Right. You know, yeah, so yeah. I'm
0: glad I went. It's good to, to go take to the care of yourself. Yeah, take care of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway, I do have some like foods that I have been restricting, um, and it's been interesting. It's things that I eat quite often. Um, so is that that's, gluten? Uh, yeah, gluten was one of them, and wheat yeah. and almonds, spinach. There's like a whole list. Eggs um yeah dairy it's like a long list of stuff that I have to avoid eating for six weeks and then I go back and do another test and then we like reevaluate but basically like Mm -hmm. half of it is trying to like rebuild my like my stomach wall or my gut lining or whatever it's called yep and then the other half is just like potentially an allergy so they're just like trying to figure
1: it out um yes and then I have to sound like they know what they're doing so that's cool yeah
0: and I have to like Mm -hmm. write down everything um, that I eat and stuff. So, yeah, we'll do, redo that test, see where I stand. But last night, well, it was Anthony's birthday last night, so we, um, like obviously just like had a good meal. So we got Spinatos, which I don't know if you've ever had Spinatos. Best pizza in Arizona, must get. Everyone listening, go get it. Um, but I, haven't I got, even heard of it. Oh my God, unreal! It's so. good, I don't even like pizza, <laughs> so that's how you know it's good. How? Um, but anyway, they have a gluten free and vegan pizza, and it was so good. Nice. like it was amazing so i got that that was like my cheat meal for the week um there you go yeah so that's about all i have for my my update nice yeah
1: roses are red violets are blue get manscaped as a gift for valentine's day and he'll say i love you Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming are here to give you the perfect gift for the men in your life. If you don't know, Manscaped is a company that sells all of your grooming needs. The best way to get started
0: is with the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0, full of the best products to keep him looking, smelling and feeling nice for the both of you. The Perfect 3.0 is led by the revolutionary third generation lawn mower 3.0 trimmer, which has advanced skin safe technology and features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents guys i don't know if you care about this but not gonna lie a little nice trim below the waist doesn't have to be perfect but a little cleanup i enjoy it
1: no one's complaining we don't want uh, anything crazy going (laughs) on you know
0: So, fun story. I actually bought this for Anthony as his Christmas present way before they even reached out to us. And what I had learned during this process of getting him this gift is that you should be using different razors on different parts of your body to prevent um, different bacterias going to the other parts of your body. Does that make sense? So, Basically, if you have razor burn or different rashes, it's probably because you're using the same razor to like shave your chest and then your back and then your face and then down there, you know. So that's why I got it because I felt like it was the perfect product for him and he honestly loves it. It's very sleek. Charger lasts forever. It's a very, very nice product and I'm honestly proud of myself for getting it for him for Christmas.
1: These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free, so you know his manhood is in good hands. Ladies, this is the perfect gift for you and your man, and trust me, he will thank you.
0: Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GOGETITGIRL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped and use code GOGETITGIRL. Happy Valentine's Day from Manscaped. Okay, so today we felt like discussing negativity and toxic people because we've all been in a situation or know someone who is just generally a negative or toxic person or have been stuck in a negative situation that you cannot get out of. Um, so we don't want this episode to be all about how to confront these people, but more about how to deal with this internally so that it doesn't become a doesn't become contagious and affect you in a negative way. Um, and we don't really want to dive into how to remove these people or how to confront them because, honestly, it's a lot easier said than done. And sometimes that option isn't always, like, a realistic option. Like, you can't just, like, remove people out of your life if it's, like, a co-worker or a family member. Um, it's just a lot more difficult than it seems. Um, so instead, we want to focus on... What is controllable? And that's ourselves and our internal thoughts and feelings and reactions.
1: If you guys are a longtime listener, you know that we preach all the time that everything starts with you. You are the only person that has the power or the control over your emotions and how you respond to them. And so like Abby said, you can't necessarily control those people around you. You can talk to them and tell them how you feel. But at the end of the day, you have to feel or figure out how other people make you feel and how you respond to that. So you have the control to put yourself in certain situations. And if you will continue to put yourself in these situations and how it affects you. And I know this is way easier said than done. But the freeing thing is that it all comes down to you. And you have a lot more control than you think.
0: Yeah, I think the hardest thing for me is realizing in the moment that this situation or conversation or person is giving off a negative vibe or it's a toxic situation So then I let it really get to me and I'll react poorly or possibly say things that like I don't really mean. So for example, if you're talking to a coworker who you generally like and tolerate, but then today she brought up her political views towards something and you wouldn't really let your sorry, I don't know what I just said. And she wouldn't really let your opinion in. And she was talking so opposite of your thoughts that you immediately got irritated. I'm sure somebody's been in a similar situation, whether it's not about like um Politics or something, but whatever topic that might just like really
1: trigger Any, like, you. Morals or beliefs. Yeah. yeah.
0: Something that just like really gets you, and you want to kind of like dive back at them and be like, no. And like, it's I, like, I'm sure you've been in those situations. In these moments, it's so hard for me to realize that maybe this isn't the healthiest conversation to be having with this person. Um, and I'll show it on my face, like either how annoyed or how wrong I feel towards this conversation, which can create tension and we're using the workplace, so it could create tension in the workplace, which like isn't really ideal, Um, so this is just an example I wanted to give, because I wanted to remind you that not every person is overall toxic or negative, but that this can be situational, and to keep an open mind while listening to this episode, um, especially if you think you don't necessarily have like toxic people in your life, but just knowing that toxic conversations or situations can come up, and so trying to like best prepare yourself and how you react and um kind of like respond to your own thoughts is
1: really important. Yeah. So I heard one time really quick I just wanted yeah. to add to that. Um I've heard where someone says that maybe a person isn't a toxic person in general. Like maybe they're a great person and most people are. But they're toxic to you in some sort of reason that they're triggering for you. And so this doesn't necessarily mean that this person is a bad person, but you and this person are not um, coinciding very well. And that could be harmful to both of you. Yes,
0: I agree with that. And like, like you said, that doesn't mean this person's a bad person, doesn't mean they don't deserve love or kindness or anything. But maybe like you guys just are complete opposites. You just don't mesh. And that's just the reality of it. Um, yeah. So, kind of going into like ways to help all of this. So, I find it super helpful to start out by identifying the situation and what it is that is so negative or toxic.
1: Yeah. I feel like you need to really figure out like what is triggering you and is it something that they said that's truly mean and hurtful? Because we definitely have situations like that where people just start to attack. Yeah. Or is it something that you're kind of projecting as an insecurity? So maybe what the person said wasn't very rude, but if you kind of took it in as an attack, that could be because that's an insecurity of yours and you're kind of reflecting your own emotions or feelings on what they're saying um but yeah you just kind of figure like have to figure out what is it that's making you feel just kind of like gross about the situation i know gross is kind of a weird word but just you leave the situation you can't stop thinking about it it's yeah. making your entire day feel negative um you just kind of need to just like sit back and reevaluate that so if it's truly that person that's being nasty then we want to give you a kind of a, a few tips for things that you can try to do
0: yeah so i try to be super open minded and think about this person From their shoes, so what they deal with on their day-to-day lives, why they might think or act the way they do, and I find this to be helpful because I come from a more understanding mindset then, and I'm not like as heated about whatever triggered me um, in the first place, and that doesn't necessarily mean giving an excuse for them, because that's not what this is, is at all, it's more about just coming from an understanding point of view. And then I like to think about what it is that bothered me and reflect on if it's really worth it to be annoyed or frustrated and allow this negative energy in. And I also like to think about who it came from. Honestly, sometimes it may be, but also sometimes it's just an in-the-moment thing. Like if you step back from this and really identify this and try not to allow it to ruin your mood or say things you'll regret. That's the one thing that I feel like I don't know if you do this when you walk away from a conversation like damn i just wish i wouldn't have like pushed that one extra like moment you know i just shouldn't have said anything like i just should have kept yeah. my mouth shut and i i think that's like one of the worst feelings at least to me because i'll just sit there and like stress over it and think about the conversation i'm like i just
1: i just shouldn't have said anything like i should have just assessed I do that it both like, ways like where i feel like "Mm, maybe i said something wrong or i'm like dang it i wish i would have said this like i didn't think about my response until later Um, and
0: i think that really comes from like if you evaluate the whole conversation before you respond then maybe
1: you have
0: like the proper
1: response which is a really cool point and i think we've talked about this in the past but i'm going to say as a reminder but when you're listening to someone actively listen to them and don't have your response already ready in your head yes. before they finish talking and it's okay to have silence and conversations even in a heated kind of just tension conversation it's okay to pause and just kind of think okay like maybe that's not what I believe or and I, I, get, I know we're kind of talking about like if it's like a political or something that goes against your moral conversation but allow yourself to just be open-minded a little bit more and just kind of not already know your response and just kind of hear them out, you know? Yeah. I love that
0: because I feel like sometimes in the moment they start their conversation and then all of a sudden your mind is like,
1: okay, I got a response for it. But they haven't even like completed their right. sentence. So you're And not... they could say something that would like change your opinion or not change your opinion, but like change the direction of the conversation. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. So and I feel like you have a better response once you kind of like digest what they're saying and almost like take a deep breath and then respond you know really think about like what you're going to be saying back to them um and this is obviously more like conversational but like this can also be like in a situation where like things just aren't they're just very negative like kind of just take a deep breath before you react to the situation um keyword react And I try my best to just, like, let it go. So let's say I've left this situation, this conversation, and I'm at my house now, I'm by myself, like, literally let it go and just never think about it again because otherwise your mind will just run freaking wild with it. And all it will do will upset you and bring back those feelings that you've had in that moment. And it usually isn't worth it to be, like, worked up or upset. Like, you're just, like, allowing this negative, toxic energy and conversation situation to really like take over you once it's already been done which i mean sucks like it's just not a fun thing to experience so if you can just let it go um i know that's hard but just tell yourself like okay i acknowledge that it happened not gonna think about it anymore
1: I feel like this happens to me a lot of times where I will leave a situation and normally Nathaniel is the person who hears the end of it because I'll just go <laughs> off and tell him like what it made me feel like Yep. and there's a lot of times, I know poor Nathaniel, but <laughs> there's a lot of times where for an hour like I can't stop talking about it and like I don't want to stop talking about it. I can feel it in my like, like self. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yep. oh, I just want to keep going and like tell them how they were wrong and <laughs> I start to become like this person that I don't like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, that's not who I want to be. Like I'm not being any like kinder of a human the way that I'm responding. And I know I'm not saying it to their face, but Nathaniel is hearing it. And I know he doesn't judge me for these things. Like we are so open with each other and don't change our opinion. But I start to see myself in a different light. And And it just takes on your mood. Like it's like oh, yeah. taking
0: over your day, like you allowed this negative person to take over right. your day.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that then gives control to this person and you're allowing them to control your day. And that yeah. just like brings me back to you and you chose to do that and you could choose not to. And I just truly feel like at the end of the day, a lot of these situations and conversations are really not that big of a deal. Um, And I feel like this past year has kind of made me Reevaluate things that bother me and the way that I react to things. And I don't know if it's just because we've experienced a death recently that I know that sounds like super morbid, but like at the end of the day, when you lay down in your grave, like it doesn't matter. And I feel like, especially if it's like a family member and you're fighting over just like petty shit, like Oh, this person like is judging me for this. Like at the end of the day, like, are you and this person are really good? Like, do you guys love each other? And is it just like little petty things that you're getting at each other for? Or is someone like really harming you? Like you really got to figure out the difference. And if it's the petty stuff, just drop it. Like, I just feel like it's not worth it. It's not worth your time and energy, which we have such a little amount of um and yeah i don't know i just feel like this all helps me like i said just kind of ground myself a little thing like a little bit um but if these things continue to happen time and time again um that's when i feel like you truly need to take action because again you have the control and the power to allow something to continuously um, attack you or make you feel bad and if you're noticing time and time again you're not really the one that's contributing to this then you really need to step up and take control because you only really allow someone to treat you the way that you think you deserve to be treated and again that comes back to you yeah so whether that be you tell someone like what they did or said that bothered you or um you just kind of figure out why it's bothering you and you address that and kind of start with yourself either way you just kind of need to take some action
0: just remember that like you are human and you deserve to be happy and at peace so don't let these other people like really get under your skin and ruin your day like have control over your feelings and your life I think that's like just one of the most powerful things that you can do and letting this person who irritates you in the moment ruin the rest of your day is just silly because they're not worth it you know um, and like you said, like if someone is really just overall toxic and makes you feel uncomfortable or unhappy, just like being in their presence, then this is a little bit different um, and you need to, and in the best and like most nice way possible, try to remove them from your life or see less of them, whatever you need to do to like find that peace. Cause that's so important.
1: Yeah. I wanted to just finish by diving a little bit deeper into the you part Uh, The other day, I saw something that said something along the lines of, you need to be your best friend. And it really just got me thinking about the way that I treat myself. And I just kind of was asking myself or just thinking like the way that I talk to myself and let others talk to me, would I let someone else speak that way to my best friend? And of course, the answer is no. I'm sure everyone could answer that too. And I just really am, I don't know, I'm such a huge reflection person. And I feel like you just really need to sit down and reevaluate what you believe you deserve because that is where it all starts. And that's, again, what I said, how you allow people to treat you. And if the people and things in your life don't align with that, then you need to change something. You need to get rid of these people. Or if they're not people that are easily dispensable, then you need to figure out how to take Action. So something that I find makes it easier to kind of just step back from people when I feel like I've had too much is I start to fill my schedule with things that don't allow free time to hang out with these people. Things that so like you love, right? That could... Say it again. Oh, sorry. I was just saying like things that you love. You
0: know, it's like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, totally you, you cut out.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. So um, it could be just simply making plans with friends that you haven't really gotten to see in a while. Um, it could also be just scheduling time for yourself and just kind of filling your days and weeks with things that you really want to do. Um, and you can just kind of blame it on that. You can just be like, Hey, like I'm just kind of having a moment where I just need to find myself and I just really want to see like what I like to do. And if you guys missed that episode about finding hobbies, I truly think you should go back and listen to that. It's just such a great way to make sure that you are putting yourself and your needs first. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also saw something recently that was talking about the whole quote. I know you guys have heard the quote, the five most people you surround yourself are, are a reflection of you. Uh, But she took it, it was from the Skinny Confidential. She took it to social media. She was like, the five people that you interact the most with on social media will also start to have an effect on you. And there's definitely more than five people that the majority of people interact with on social media. And so if you're starting to get so many different views and – Um, just opinions that are pulling you in all different directions on social media as well that don't really align with your core values, just simply unfollow these people and maybe just make an effort over the next week to pick five people that you really think are positive reflections and so you could find one for each category in your life you could find a fitness person you like to watch you could find a fellow mom you like to watch you could find an entrepreneur you could find someone who's just like super kind and loving or positive and just really if you feel like you need to consume something go consume that and just kind of tune out the other stuff for a little bit yeah and so i feel like that's another way you can start with yourself too because that's a lot of time that we spend on a day-to-day is on our phones And when you start to consume a lot of negativity, it's definitely going to take a toll on you, Um, which is just like a little side note. I feel like last year with all of just like the things going on in the world and all of the political things, and then of course, all just the events we had happen and the pandemic and all this kind of stuff, I noticed Nathaniel was consuming so much content of it. Like he was listening to podcasts that were talking about, like the debates and like, all this kind of stuff. And eventually, like he just like stopped listening. And I was like, oh, like I've noticed you haven't really been listening to podcasts. And he was like, it's all so political. Like, I just don't feel good when I'm done listening to it. And yeah, I just feel like if you just need to take a step back from even just social media or certain people on social media, you should totally just kind of reevaluate that as well.
0: Also, we have an episode on that one. On how to detox from your phone and social media. Yes, yes. We should really just do like full circle. I know we should really just do like a whole like self care episode. Yeah, maybe
1: we can make like I feel like that too. But maybe we can make like a playlist of some sort of just episodes that we'd recommend if you're feeling like you need like a boost or you know what I mean. Just like I don't know. Maybe we can coordinate something like that so you guys can just easily find these topics. But yeah, yeah. I don't know if you have anything else to add. No, I think that was it. Okay. Cool. Well, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, we just really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram at go get a girl podcast. You guys were almost at a thousand it's um, our goal. Come followers. On. we I think Come on. we're at like 940 or something. Before
0: Kylie's birthday, everyone oh.
1: go follow right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My birthday's coming up. So give me a little <laughs> present by following. If you're not, <laughs> this is like super random and super superficial, but Uh, If you guys follow our Instagram, I posted a quote last week and I just like literally was like peeing in the morning and I was like, oh, I should post something. Just didn't even think much. I went on Pinterest and I found something that spoke to me. And you guys, this thing freaking blew up. It was a great quote. It definitely was good. Like I was like, dang, like that was a good choice. And I feel like Abby and I were talking about it. And I just feel like there's some things where you start to feel yourself, and that there's so many other people that need to hear it or are feeling it too. Yeah. And it's just such a cool thing just to like give a good reminder. But this is where my like analytics and numbers come in, and I just like freaked <laughs> out. But it has like over 300 likes, over 300 shares, and over 300 saves, which insane. for our Instagram is insane like well, I to think get our that most, many like, saves what, and shares dude, i've never gotten that many saves or shares i was like i have when i put my book on happen. instagram there you go so All this is way, way more way important way more important so anyways no, I just wanted it's to share super that cool
0: and, and like we just love honestly if you guys don't know if you're not like into instagram that's like the best way to kind of like boost yeah. our algorithm and Um, get us seen by more people is like by interacting with us so like yeah we just like feel really grateful for it like it was really awesome to see that like you guys loved
1: it and then like
0: supported it so
1: yeah so if you guys have any businesses that you enjoy or just even people maybe it's just a person you like following it could be a friend from high school but literally just like comment save and share do any of them all of them or any of them is so helpful to people yeah yeah we just yeah i want to say thank you one more time and (laughs) we will see you guys all next monday we hope you have a great week and go Go get get it, it girl